Well, let's classify it. So, of course, I'm going to tell you anyway. Hi, and welcome to Actual Play, the podcast. Uh, this is Stars That Number, Episode 2, Part 2, with uh, Jamal Brown, Dominique Dickey, Tomar Garantz, and myself, Sean Nittner. Uh, this is the second part. Uh, we ended the last half, the first half uh, of this episode, uh, stocking up uh, our, our supplies and and getting the food and water and the medical supplies that uh, we wanted to bring back to the scavengers, back to Vera and Gordon, who we met um, when we were there last time. And then uh, we also had the communications that we sent their fleet and uh, are bringing back the response. So uh, it was a little bit of an impromptu mission. Um, uh, Dartha just said, oh, we're gone. And as we set out, uh, Raven says, oh, uh, I sent communication and I have new mission parameters for us as well. So uh, there's a whole whole lot going on. I still feel like Raven and Dr. Long aren't telling us the whole story. And I also uh, I sort of love it that Tomes's uh, portrayal of Darth is that she really doesn't follow the rules, but she sort of acts like she's going to. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, so this session uh, kicks off as we arrive back at Hades Kennel 3. Um, once again, Atlas is greeted by the station. And, um, and we meet Marcel, who is Gordon and Vera's son, and who doesn't like us very much, who doesn't like that we got uh, his father hurt, who doesn't like um, uh, Atlas, and he doesn't like her because they've met one before, another one just like just like him so uh strap in for a good times as we learn from the scavengers uh who else um who else is out there enjoy hello welcome back to actual play stars that number uh we called this episode a mess on Tarakon, and that was simply because i was like i was like jay we have like a zillion different things going on on Tarakon. Uh, but, um, but, uh, it looks like we adjust those and we, we, we were working on stuff. So I think I'm going to change it to into the vault because that's what we're doing, Ooh. um, for, 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 for the second part of this show. Yes. Vault. And, um, yeah. Uh, or maybe, maybe return to the vault since we've. What was episode one called? Escaping uh, the vault. Escaping the vault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Escape from the vault. Escape the vault. Return to the vault. Okay. Uh, we're we're gonna quickly use up all of these cool uh, Star Wars sounding titles <laughs> if we just keep going back and forth the vault. But that's okay. We'll we'll. Revenge we'll, uh, of the vault. Revenge. <laughs> the last vault walker. That's um, right. I like Revenge of the Vault. <laughs> that's got to be fun. Yeah. Well, it so yeah, we're. I think if all things are normal, I could just pilot us there. Um, yeah, there's. Yeah, there's no. I don't. Uh, I don't see any difficulties, any yeah. uh, fun failure things there. So right. we can cut right to the vault. Uh, I have a thing I want to do in transit, actually, mm -hmm. which I think that it was never clarified to Atlas what y'all were looking for when you found me in the first place. Oh, that's so a good. I, would ask Dartha to clarify why you were on the vault initially and why we're going back. That's perfect. 
And I think I start with, well, that's classified. <laughs> um, but then I start talking about it anyways. <laughs> um, I don't know, guys, what do you guys think would be like a good answer here? I mean, I think we were just, we knew that there was pre-tech, you know, we, uh, Eurodos had found out through reconnaissance that there was a pre-tech vault and they were planning on mining it, you know, for, to get an advantage in this cold war with Jan. And right. that's when, you know, hope, hope came because she really wants to prevent that because she's seen a lot of people die already, even when there isn't officially a war. And she really doesn't want that to escalate to horrible violence. So I think it's generally speaking, you know, find the pre-tech equipment and recover it, which Atlas, you know, in a sense qualifies as, I mean, you're right. sort of one of the most impressive pre-tech things that could exist. Um, so, I mean, we kind of succeeded in the mission. We recovered some pre-tech, right. but there's a Why lot more. Why are we going back? <laughs> So well, I think, there's a ton there, I think. Right. I, I love all the stuff you said is almost verbatim as well. What's coming out of Darla's mouth. Nice. So I think this conversation is going on. And then Raven says, well, I've talked to Dr. Long and our mission has changed. What we're going to recover now is any nav and log data uh, that we can get and bring it back uh, post haste. Um, that's what he would like. So we're getting data now. Okay. I do like that I looked down a little bit, maybe confused in that uh, <laughs> I, right. I don't have like Raven speaking for Dr. Long and I actually don't have that information. Right, right. Uh, and she said, well, he wanted, I didn't know we were doing this mission. So I updated Dr. Long. I assumed he approved this thing. Um, uh oh. And she doesn't know he didn't. Snitch. Right? Sorry. Right? She, yeah. So I think she called in to, uh, for whatever reason, right? And he's like, cool. Uh, here's the new objectives, right? So he didn't say I didn't approve it, but he didn't say I approved it either, right? He, you know, that wasn't even part of the conversation. So now she's like, I just assume this was all sanctioned, right? And here are the new mission parameters, right? There's so a Darthasai. Yes. <laughs> I want to know what, why did Dartha like plan for us to go back? Because Dr. Long clearly has separate reasons now that he knows we're going back anyway. Yeah. But like, what was Dartha's original, what was the, what was the goal here? It's curious, isn't it? Ah, Dartha. I think Hope can hear you all, but she is, for the most part, Right. It's, it's it's hard for her while she's doing, you know, meta-dimensional calculus to to uh, interact. So you just occasionally see little like blips on screens where she's just like cyberware, like a little like like pop-up pops on a screen, you know. And it's real short too. Like she doesn't have a lot of attention, but but it it it's just like like after all this, she just gives like the thumbs up emoji, you know, like cool, let's do it. Like <laughs> Because you're um, in an actual chamber to make all the spike drive and navigation happen. Right? Yeah, she sort of like immerses herself in it. Like she's not completely enveloped, so like you can still see her, and she can like theoretically she could like 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 stick her hand out. Like she's kind of like most of her upper body is kind of is sort of like 
in the in this in this chamber she could kind of like reach her hand out or like wiggle her foot or something like okay. that you could see okay. but but like i'm envisioning it's like half you know like half of, uh, no let's do full let's do full immersion because half a body inside a machine is giving me creepiness so so yeah she's she's fully in this like spike jack chamber with all the, the connections okay. to her. perfect perfect um does atlas so Dominique, you asked the question, like, I'm curious what, why Dartha was going back given. Is that something that Atlas would recognize and ask? Yes, I think Atlas would, in character, would want to know why we're doing this. Um, but I also think that Atlas is like, trying to adjust to being part of a team and might not try to like, be insubordinate because yeah. of that because like these new relationships in this new community is very meaningful to him so it comes from a place of like more curiosity than like questioning authority but yeah he would ask so i love that like you know we hear that question and dartha is you know uh pausing for a second but then is like well i mean you need to go back to get something right yeah, it would be helpful. I'm, yeah, I just wasn't sure why we left so suddenly or why, what, how it, what it, how it relates to the mission. Cause I imagine it's not just for me. Well, it seemed urgent. And this is where I think Dartha is like, she's picking up on the stuff that's coming off of Atlas, right? Like I need to go back. This thing is important to me, right? And I'm specifically talking about what we talked about earlier, which is yeah. like some of the, um, you know, diagnostic equipment or like that. Yeah. And so all I'm picking up is the emotions of that. And so th that's what I'm responding with is, well, it seemed urgent. And even that seems like vague, like, am I talking about you or something else, like the mission itself? Yeah. But I'm really responding to your emotions that I'm feeling coming off of you as an okay. AI that I don't quite get yet, right? Yeah. And part of the reason I'm not able to even um verbalize it like in a way that we as the audience or whatever kind of just like easily get is because again darth is just like you know thinking alien think and you know dealing with weird psychic emotions and shit so like it may not come out in a very easily understandable way yeah i think that i would accept that answer um that whether or not i acknowledge like my health and taking care of like my mechanical components as urgent i can accept that i have been folded into a team that's working on a mission that is urgent and that mission is like beyond me and i think it's important to note here from a like character sheet perspective <laughs> that the background that i chose for dartha up until now is clergy <laughs> so, <laughs> So if some of this sounds a little hokey and weird, and mm -hmm. it, it's because it's hokey and weird. <laughs> no, it's fair. Uh, so you've got some choices to make here as you guys um, uh, enter the uh, the well and then the vault, since you know how to find it. Um, you've got to hatch that mission one um, on the map where you originally docked with the vault. Uh, you can redock there. You can find another hatch closer to where, you know, the scavengers are, right? Um, 
or you can look for a totally new spot, right? To that may have uh, uh, docking hatches for you to go, or fun find a docking bay to actually go into. Yeah. Well, we know that our original location was uh, controlled by the folks in Breen who right. were chasing us with guns and airlocks and generally unfriendly to us are these scavengers uh vera and gordon the folks that we ran into yes. on the other side yes so they're who we want to connect with and right. we know there's like a divide there's like a, a neutral zone between them right i vera and gordon also don't like me no one likes me <laughs> i think they were yeah um, knew something or they so... suspected something uh, if it's cool maybe like you know, we point, one of us points out like, this is where the scavengers roughly were. But if we want to make it down to like a mechanical role thing, if somebody has like a skill that maybe analyzes the situation, because maybe the scavengers like, yeah, that's where they were, but maybe that's not where they would dock. So like trying to figure out like the right place to go. I'm yeah. Analyzing know, the vaults, uh, something. Yeah. I don't know if one of you guys has a skill that's that way. I don't think I do. It might be no, uh, which is sort of like a general science <laughs> right, skill. Right. Um, I have I have some of that. Um, got minus it, one in that, so it's definitely it, not me. It could be. I mean, frankly, I I I would also venture that this could fall under pilot. It's right. Like docking as pilot. Right. Docking as piloting, and I was just uh, yeah, I was going to fold it fold it into piloting unless you decided to do something weird strange or different right yeah, uh, yeah so we're just looking for a place to uh connect and uh, uh the other thing i can think of is if atlas you are an administrator so if you know something admin, admin related about this yeah right i mean <laughs> i in my previous life before um the scream and the silence i worked like as a contractor to in like a merchant industry situation where I um, traveled with valuable goods, protected those goods and sold them on behalf of a like more higher up person. Um, so maybe I would know something about like the layout of the vault because I imagine I was here to either find something to sell or to sell something when mm -hmm. the stream happened. That said, my knowledge would probably be considerably outdated because there have been other humans here since I've been, since I was asleep. Right. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah. So like, maybe I could roll to find something out about the layout and figure out where, where to throw the best to go with my background knowledge, but I'm not, I'm not sure how far that would get us realistically. Right, right. Um, I'm assuming your first stop though is to connect with the scavengers, right? I, I mean, we brought a bunch of stuff for them. We brought information, right. we brought right. goods. So that's that would be my inclination. Yeah. I think the question is like, is the place that we saw them last where they would be now? Because they it wasn't we didn't see their ship, right? We just saw them like no. wandering. No, no, around. they don't. They don't have a ship. They have like, as I understood it, there was like some kind of corridor or airlock or something like that that divided the two factions. Right. So right. We know which side they're on, and I think right. we find an, an airlock uh, right. where we can. Uh, sort of umbilical onto, then on that side, then it should right. be their territory. Right. That is correct. I, I guess that's it. It's like, how do we find like the optimum spot that we think yeah. will get us to them or something? I think I can, I I think I can do it with pilot or, or 
No, pilot is fine, and you don't have to roll for that. That's that's part of being a pilot, right? Okay. Uh, you also have comms or comms connection to Vera, right? So you could also reach out to Vera uh, as you guys are docking and sure. uh, to to eliminate any surprise or anything yeah. like that, right? I think as we're coming out of uh, as we're co- just to sort of give this the appropriate gravitas as we're coming out of metadimensional space, uh, Hope says. Uh, Offer 16, I mean, Timothy, get ready. Uh, get ready for uh, get ready for cooldown. Um, uh, everybody brace for the grav blade impact. And like, as soon as we like hop out, there's this horrible lurching, which this ship was clearly designed for. Um, and then we see the weird light going backwards effect of being pulled into the hole and that's, mm-hmm. um, and, and the, the spike drive engines are still running even though we're in like, not meta-dimensional space anymore just to resist the gravitational pull right yeah as we like clomp on to the uh uh as we clomp on and and all the arms kind of hold on and then we like lower down onto the to the dock internally atlas is like why can't we just use gates but like (laughs) he knows why he knows all the history of why we can't use gates anymore but still like damn that seems just needlessly complicated to me I think also there's a moment where the like this you're talking about this ship is like shaking right like yeah. it's you know uh, during this transition and there is a moment where Dartha like during the, one of those shakes her kind of head area slams into a piece of equipment and like if it was a human we would be like oh dang they just like crushed their skull right right but you know she kind of like you know like yeah it indents her head but like she's also kind of like a blob so it doesn't really like it doesn't seem to matter but it's our first you know our first instinct is like oh that looks like it hurt and then it obviously didn't hurt right um nice very cool little 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 foreshadowing her of her of her toughness yeah nice so you're connected to the vault did you uh, use the comms to uh, contact Vera and Gordon. Uh, I think I would be inclined to, but Hope would be in any position to do it. So, okay. All right. know, would 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 Atlas or Dartha reach out? I like that Dartha wouldn't suggest it, but like if you're like, um, should we, uh, you know, like, are you going to suggest it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, I mean, I think honestly, if it gets to the point where we're we're docked. Right. Then Hope would be like, "Did you did you calm them already?" Like she would be like, "Why, why did you do this already?" Like, like, like I was busy. <laughs> right. And I think <laughs> I think Dartha turns to you and is like, "Oh yes, great idea. Do you think they would want to hear from a human?" I think they understood that you were our leader last time, and they would be fine hearing from any of us. But I'm ha- happy to. You're good at talking. You have a very soothing voice. You're very trusting. You're, you're very... I, I just nod my head. I'm like, okay, a human. And I just call them. <laughs> like, because I, I know I've got the human voice. So I'm cool with that. Right. Nice. Like, I wasn't actually asking if you should talk to them. I was right. just asking if should I should I use my, call them. Should I, should I use my comforting human voice? Yes. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I think then uh, when you guys dock and uh, enter the vault, at your own pace, so you can roll me back or stop me. Uh, there's kind of a welcoming party, three folks, 
from the scavenger team. Um, they're waiting on the other side when uh, you guys come through or whenever you enter the vault. Yeah. Um, who's all going? Who's all in the vault? Going in the vault. I, I think probably all five of us, honestly. Okay. I think, okay. you know, um, Squidly, you know, as soon as we leave it, like, there's a little iris in the center of the hall nice. that, you know, <laughs> closes, right? You know, <laughs> sort of effect. And, nice. um, and, you know, we, uh, Raven has to protect Hope. Right. Raven's got to go. And, you know, and we can't leave Timothy alone on the ship, so... <laughs> We, and we have to protect Timothy, so... Timothy is such a sweetheart. He is a sweetie. I love Timothy. <laughs> nice. Um, I do think uh, my inclination would be to, you know, have, like, a compad um, and, like, hand it to Vera, you know, as soon as we... as soon as, Like, here's... Like, we didn't read your transmissions. Right. Um, and give it to him. Unless, Tomes, you wanted to be, like, the... the the, 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 the disseminator of information. I'm, so, I'm also happy to. So the welcoming party are three faces you haven't seen before. Oh, okay. Cool. So uh, Gordon and Vera are not there. Uh, these are young folks, though. Um, uh, two guys and a girl. Uh, they're all human. They're in that same patchwork of uh, back suits and uh, combat dress. Um, one kind of favors uh, Gordon in the, in the face. You can see Gordon's kind of facial features in there. His name is Marcel. Um, do, do they all kind of make assumptions on who's leading this thing? Like, do they look at Hope, for example, or somebody else, Atlas? So I think they're waiting to see who, or at least Marcel is. And that's, that's my hesitation, because whoever speaks first next, I have a role for you. Hmm. I want to know visually before i even say anything but as i come off the ship how do they uh -huh. react to me uh I, I think they're all normal no one's uh you're not getting that hostile reaction that you got before well okay that mm, curious i'm interested i don't i have a theory atlas do you just say something Mm. I, I love the idea that you're the first one that go like runs into them. Like, would you? I don't even know what I would say because I'm so like, like as a in character, I'm so like new to working with fear that I'm like, right, how right. do I? It's like when you get a new job and you have to answer the phone, and it's like, what's the answering the phone script here? Yeah. Like, how do we? How do we as a gang like introduce ourselves to people? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what's the vibe? If you were the first person who walked into them and you're thinking these thoughts in your head and like me and Hope and everybody are still like getting there, like what would you do? What would you say? Um, and you might not say I, anything, I don't know. I think I'd wait for someone else to say something, really. I think I just wouldn't know what to say at all. So yeah. I think, yeah, so I think Marcel is looking at Hope, right? And it's because Hope is human. Uh, Raven has her helmet on because she's, you know, uh, it's job time. Uh, Timothy uh, is Timothy, right? Yeah. Uh, and Dartha is an alien. So I think Marcel looks at Hope. So Hope is going to make a... So actually, I'm going to make a reaction roll is what I'm doing here. Cool. And what I need is Hope's uh, charisma modifier. And I think, Plus. by the way, like Dartha, like I notice that they're looking at you, Hope. 
And I also look at you. Right. <laughs> Hope's Chris modifiers plus zero. All right. So that's, you know, that's not good or bad, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah I have I something here. Hope sort of looks at you, Darthan, and is just like, uh, and she's like, I have information for your leader, Vera. We sent the communications and we got the, we got, and we, and we heard back. Hopefully this is good news. So that, that's, that's what, you know. Um, so Marcel kind of has his poker face on, um, and he says, uh, yeah, mom said that you, she gave you the comms. So, uh, if you come with me, I'll I'll take you to her. Very good. We also have supplies for you: food, medical. We Water. don't know how many of there you are, but sorry, what was that, Dummy? I said that we also have water. Okay. No, that's cool. That's great. And he says it just like that. That's cool. That's great. I think um, Dartha makes some small conversation here. Mm-hmm. as we're walking and we have like this supply thing maybe we do we have like a little I think like we have a little grab tray a yeah little, yeah, yeah a little <laughs> grab boat that we push along and it's got all the supplies all the supplies on. on it yeah and i'm just like you know kind of walking along and just like wow how long have you been here um so i think there's a pause as you guys are walking uh through the corridor the, through the corridor um and it goes a little long like he's thinking about whether he's going to answer that or not uh the other two folks with him uh they kind of fall back so they're in the middle of this parade moving through the hall so they're kind of in the middle somewhere um but they don't even flinch or anything they're deferring to him and then he says we've been here for a few cycles um mom said she gave you comes to talk to our fleet. And they got back to us, right, Dartha? That's what's on this compads, all the all the their responses. Yes. Dartha's our leader. She's the one in charge. <laughs> <laughs> like Hope is trying not to be, right? Um, uh, Judd asked a really great question in chat. Um, right, I was trying to work that in, yes. Does, does, how, yeah, how, so the, so to preface this, the, the the smell of uh, of Squidly is like greasy. I don't know why, but I imagine it's not like it's dirty inside, but like there's lots of all of the like uh, in order for all of the like the uh, 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 it, it's a it, in order for all the this the the tentacular nature of it to be so agile and bendy there's just like lubricant fluid going through the whole thing dripping through the hole and whatnot and and yeah so it's got that like engine grease smell um that hope is very it's very natural to her anyone else might go in and be like oh it smells a lot like gasoline or it smells a lot like you know grease or something like that but it's uh but yeah how does that how does the vault smell in comparison i think that's, i think the vault go ahead Oh, I was going to say, if you want, like, again, one of my um, Xeno uh, foci abilities was that whole, like, smell through my skin, very sensitive. Right, right. So I don't know if you want to... No, I was going to say, I remember you did that in the first episode, yeah. and in that one section, the air was very septic, very, very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in most parts of the vault, it's like that, right? It's very septic, dry, very clean, very boring. Uh, I think you have passed through enough of 
the vault um, from the first episode to now that there are sections that are dry and kind of dusty and kind of dank, right? Not foul, but but dank, uh, not as septic as other areas. Um, those are the two distinctions uh, that you've picked up since since you've had time on the on the on the vault. Which one is this? Uh, this is kind of septic because you just got out of the hatch. You're in yeah. a uh, yeah. So this this area is kind of dry and septic, very very clean, but not fresh, right? Uh, not the not springtime, just very clean, very dry, very boring. Right. I want to know what it smelled like in the long corridor that was like inside of a tank, just because I'm curious if that could give us any insight as to what was in that tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that, uh, so that is where Dartha used her ability, and that okay. seemed very, very clean, uh, like clean this morning, clean. Right? Okay. Jay, when you say septic, are you meaning sterile? Yeah, it's very sterile. Okay, cool. Because septic is like septic tank, like smells like poop. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, very sterile. <laughs> okay, cool. Yes. I was like, I think I know what you mean. And I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Very sterile. Um, but at some point, Marcel says, uh, yeah, if you got those comms out, uh, we probably won't stay here long. And did they just said that they stayed here for a couple of cycles, right? Right. And I think, I think what Dartha heard, and I don't know if the rest of you heard this, right? But like, the whole like, oh, mom said, and then they're like, they seem to know the the ship and its zones pretty well. Like there's yes. really definitely that thinking of like, yes, have you grown up here? Like what, how long <laughs> have these people been here? <laughs> right. Just but, cycles um, mean generations. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I think cycle is a period of time. So in this system, the time a, uh, a planet takes to revolve around uh, the sun, most folks would call that a cycle, but you're in the black hole, right? So he's saying cycles as if, right, we're revolving around a planet, but yeah. clearly there's no planet here, right? Sure. I mean, there's no sun here. Right. It's just so like who is determining or monitoring cycles? Right. There's also, no, there's also no days here, right? right. Like all, yeah. all time telling must be done fully artificial. Actually, you can probably tell time by the receding of the light, but, uh, but unless you have something that like can do that kind of, stuff they're just probably going on system clocks right you know the clock tells them this much time has passed and you believe it because right. <laughs> yeah and like what if the clocks are wrong like does wrong. anyone really right. know anything now i also say given dartha's uh alien nature uh that that is uh i think that's marcel also saying the same as we've been here for a little bit right he's being vague right yeah. intentionally vague and uh, so I start, um, you know, uh, handing over visuals of the communications that we got. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that is like, I'm actually kind of being very casual about like, oh, and I think you'll see that this message from so-and-so, you know, is, uh, you know, particularly delightful. Like, I'm actually like kind of talking about the information in it without really talking about it. Right. I, I don't know if Dartha knows that it's appropriate or not appropriate or whatever. Yeah, I think I think that sets Marcel off at this point, and he stops. Right? He says, "Look, if it wasn't for you folks, my dad wouldn't be hurt right now. Right? Uh, you folks came on here and you made him deviate from what we're supposed to be doing. Right? All I know is you're gonna do the same thing, and you're gonna get more of us hurt. We're just trying to get off this broken facility. So if you don't mind, right? I'm gonna take you to my mom." 
you you guys have some deal with her work that out i'll walk you back to your ship and uh just be on your way and again i think dartha not like unsensitively is like well if we do get anybody hurt and that part sounds sincere like i hope we don't hurt anybody you know Fortunately, we brought lots of supplies to help with that. And she's like pointing at like the med supplies that are on the... Right, right, right. I think he just sighs and uh, uh, he walks the rest of the hall. Uh, he gets the next set of blast doors open and you're back in that hydroponics lab uh, that uh, we saw in the first episode. Uh, and you see more of uh, maybe another six of... Uh, their people, uh, and Vera is among them. Um, this is a little more lit, so most of the area is that red lighting that's happening. Uh, but once you get to the hydroponics lab, it's more general lighting. It's not that emergency lighting. Um, and they have uh, cases and things like that organized, so it looks like they're kind of uh, staging here in the hydroponics lab. How does... Mm -hmm. I want to know how does Vera react to seeing me. I'm still trying to figure out how pe how people knew that I was an AI. Right, I right. You might have to ask somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible they saw you there for like three years. You know. Oh, that's possible true. that like they, they've been here for a long time. They might have just you know known, but not waking you up or something. If we see Gordon, I might just ask, but I feel like yeah. Gordon, I would ask because Gordon was the person who was the most aggressive towards me. Yeah, he was. Gordon yeah, so was I, I was upset by that. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon, was a uh, Gordon was so mean to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think we, you know, um, Hope doesn't know like pro professional like etiquette but she does think that like i read your emails is probably invasive right. so, <laughs> she's like um so she see and she was the one who like offered this to vera in the first place so she's right. like dartha can i can i go give this to vera i don't want to deviate from protocol oh absolutely and you know i i, I just hand or whatever it is yeah. you all that communication yeah. but i think i do turn to you uh atlas and i'm like Huh, you seem to, there, there seems to be a question that you want to ask. Um, I think I would just quietly tell you like what it is. Like I wanted, I'm curious as to how, how Gordon and Vera knew when we last saw them uh, and why they were so hostile towards me. And like you asked, you're, you're like telling me about that curiosity, right? And I'm just like, that is such a great question. And I just turn and kind of like continue walking. It's like obvious I can't answer it, but I'm like, that's a great question. That's a really good question. I'd love to know that too. I got I to gotta back up a little bit. I missed a thing I was supposed to do, and I'm sorry. Okay. No uh, the ship docks. You guys are walking through the iris, coming into the vault. Yeah. Uh, there's a transmission only Atlas can hear, or only Atlas gets, and it's... Uh, Designate Cerebus 3, Atlas, welcome back to the station. I'm writing that down. Nice. Okay. Um, I would not tell anyone about that. 
All right, in the hydroponics lab, uh, all the other folks, while they're not hostile, they certainly give Atlas some space. Uh, not like you have the plague, but they're probably a little more than arm's length away from you, right? They're giving you some space. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're social distancing. <laughs> too real, this man. Is, right. It's too real, right. Sorry. Bleed. Um, yeah. Vera seems happy to see you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I hand her over the chips and I'm like, here's your, here's all the com communications and looks back at Dartha, mostly unread, um, you know, or, or, you know, they, they should all be intact. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't look at them. I don't know if you need help facilitating escape, but we can carry quite a few people on my ship, on our ship. If you need to get out of here, I don't know how many people you have, but if you need to be reunited with your fleet. I mean, I don't advise anyone fly into the well. It's a bad idea for most people. Um, and she's just nodding and agreeing along with all of that uh, as she's going through the slab, looking at the at the comms um, or the emails that that you brought. And she says, "I understand, but we have uh, we have folks in uh, the Amar system, and we're pretty sure they can get us out of here." I, I appreciate your help, though. Are you from Yon? Uh, and then she looks confused. She like she doesn't know what that is. And she said, "No, we're not. We're not from the Amar system." How do you know how to the, about about the gravimetrics of a of a black hole? It's not safe to fly in here. I mean, I know you got here, so obviously you found a way. But it was an accident. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, what I don't want to have happen is for your fleet to have another accident. And then even more people are trapped here. What I'm telling you is I have a uniquely equipped ship that can get out of here. And if you bring in your friends, they're just going to get as stuck here as you are. Uh, and then I think she gives you that motherly smile, right? She doesn't touch you, but she gives you that motherly smile. And she says, I, uh, I hear your concern. Uh, we've, we've got some contacts. We're going to be okay. Well, your son, Marcel, I assume he's your son. Yes, he is. Uh, he seemed to want us to come drop off these things and get the heck out of here because Gordon was hurt last time. And I'm sorry about that. But we actually came here with independent objectives. And if it's all the same to you, we'd like to explore this vault ourselves. And she says... We don't, we don't own this vault. Marcel's mad because, you know, uh, he is his father's son. Uh, Gordon got hurt in an exchange with uh, some of the other mercs that you ran across. Uh, Who are they? We don't know. We were here before they got here. And uh, as we were exploring, reconning to figure out uh, our zones, where we're safe and, and where we're not, we ran across them. And they were immediately hostile. And so uh, we kind of have that that gray border between our side here and where they're operating on the far side. Um, I think uh, Gordon took a team of folks to check in, kind of do more recon on them after you left, and uh, he got himself hurt. And so Marcel's a little bent out of shape about that. He thinks his father would not have done that if you folks had never been here. I mean, it's probably not wrong. 
I think this is um, where I kind of butt in. I was just going to say, like, I was kind of, I, I wanted to turn to Atlas, yeah. <laughs> and, and just very, like, shyly mm-hmm. ask, um, would it be possible for me to speak to Gordon? Um, and she's kind of hesitant. You can see her. She kind of grips that slab a little bit. And she said, I, I don't know because we can't trust you. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why not? Your other one lied to us and killed five of us. My other one? Yeah. What was the lie about? What was the nature of the lie? We were trying to buy um, in Amar um, supplies, equipment. Um, we weren't going to stay in Amar very long. Uh, we were just moving through that system. And um, it had a body like yours. And it never sold us the goods it said it would sell us. And it took some things from us. Uh, and we fought to keep those things. And it's, uh, it's technology before the scream uh, or, or the, 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 the stories of the silence and the scream, just like you are. And uh, it killed Gordon's brother and four other of our, our, of our tribe. Did this other one, I'm sorry, can I ask you two more questions? <laughs> and, and she seems fine with that yes okay um i like how little you are did <laughs> this other one um did it look like me it uh she was tall uh not as tall as you are um You, you all have, you both have the same signatures. Um, we knew she wasn't human in the fight. Most humans would, we had to use a heavy weapon on, on it, right? To get it to run and that didn't stop it. So after that, uh, we've kind of figured out how to tell if we ever ran across one again and you're, you're the same. Okay. I have two more questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, did she give you a name? Leah. What did she call herself? Leah? Uh, Leah. Okay. And um, how could you tell? What was the signature that I give off? Uh, well, if you talk to Marcel, he has in his helmet, uh, in the heads-up display, uh, you don't have all the human vital signs. You've got some other signatures in there too. And so when you put them all together, your signature uh, isn't wholly human, um, but we couldn't have figured that out without fighting the other one. I think um, if you're cool with it, Dartha would interrupt and say like a piece of a story. Yeah. Like you guys are in the middle of this conversation, right? Right. And Darth is just like, 
the first time I met a human, right? And she's just like, <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? Right? But she just starts talking about how the first time I met a human was at space station. And she, you know, she rattles off some names, like letters and numbers and stuff. And, you know, they told me that, um, that they had supplies that would be useful for my people. And at the time we were desperate and, you know, she goes off for a little bit and it's obviously she's saying some, it's not even a parable. She's just talking about how this one time a human came up to her, not one time, the first time she met a human, they came up to her and told her she, they would give her some stuff. And she was like, Oh, that's great. That's exactly what they need. And they reneged on the deal. And she kind of gets to that point of the story and she just stops. That's like, that's the story you know, and I think she's just kind of like pointing out that, yeah, that was your experience with this one representative of, you know, uh, an AI, you know, and that's it. <laughs> you say it's an AI? No, no, I, I just, I just tell that part of a story and I just stop. Gotcha. And like, it kind of doesn't sound like I should stop. Like there should right. be more to the story right, right. and Darth just kind of like turns like, and walks away. Right, 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 right. So I think Vera, uh, and her whole explanation, um, they say thing, but I think they mean thing as in not human, like, not like us, not entirely biological. But I don't think she knows that you're an AI, right? Okay. Right? I think they know they fought a thing that didn't go down like any other biological they knew, right? I also think she doesn't need to know that I'm an AI, so I'm just not going to mention that part. Right, right. Uh, all she knows is that uh, the signature they had of the other thing, they got away, they didn't kill it, um, matched you when you came into the, yeah, when you stepped into the room from last episode. And that's what alerted everybody is that, oh, here's another one. Got it. Ah, there's another, there's another. Oh, yeah. There's another one out there. Okay. Um. I think that I would thank Vera for being willing to answer all of my questions and, and would she, like offer to shake her hand. Um, I think so. I think, and we saw this in the first episode is there's not a whole lot of touching going on with these folks. And so uh, she doesn't take your hand, but it's not out of fear, right? It's that uh, even when uh, uh, Hope reached out to shake a hand through the, yeah, the garden, yeah. right? Right. They were, you know, they're not a whole lot of touching going on with those folks. So it's more of that and less of your thing kind of thing. Yeah. But she does thank you for uh, not pressing to go see Gordon because uh, yeah, he's in bad shape right now. And uh, again, he lost his brother uh, to uh, Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that happened to him and I hope he heals up soon. And we brought plenty of medical supplies. I'm imagining you would need them. Uh, and she thanks you for, for the supplies, for all the supplies. And she said, hopefully, um, with uh, as she's going through the, the, the communications, we won't, we won't be here very long. Good luck. Uh, it seems that uh, my people have found a pilot that can get us out of here. 
I think um, I think by this time, I think at the moment Dartha entered the conversation, Lily mm -hmm. sort of stepped back and Lily's mm -hmm. over talking to Marcel at this point. So she mm -hmm. didn't hear that part because she would be very <laughs> concerned if she heard that part. <laughs> she's she's like, okay, cool. You like she wanted to be there for Atlas, but then Dartha right. showed up with like right. some story and she's like, four's a crowd, you know, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll go talk to Marcel. Right. I was wondering um, how would you react to that? Yeah, I'm gonna conveniently not be with an earshot when she's nice. Says that. You can tell me if you want. Like I'm fine with you telling me, but right. Yeah. I love that it gets dropped in some random way later. And yeah. you're like, what? Right. Um, totally have a pilot. What do you need? Yeah. And I over with Marcel and being like, hey, I know you don't like it, but we're gonna stick around. Um, the fastest way to get us off this off this rock is to help us out and point and to tell us where things are we need to we need to access one of the terminals and download some data um, preferably we need to get some of the pre-tech tech shoot first first we need to get some of the we need to get some of the uh we need to get a, a pre-tech communication pad as well so that we can collect all the data yep that's what we need it for. Look, I just don't want you in this section over here. I, this vault is big. You can, uh, yeah. this station is huge. You could go wherever you like. Well, just point me in the direction that doesn't necessarily involve running into those mercs. We might have explored, I don't know, an eighth of this thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So there are terminals. Where, where you're birthed at, right? I don't know if those will get you what you need. Um, I can show you how to get back to where we originally found you, right? I don't know if that's where you also need to be. Um, uh, what do you, well, from our memory, was there a lot more in that lab that we could have sort of been recovering or, um, I don't know. I'm, I, what do you all think? I'm kind of in the like mode for like, let's go check out some new part of the vault. Let's go explore. Right, you know, right. Let's yeah. meet around. Yeah. Why don't you uh, just take us to your airlock that you haven't explored? Yeah, and 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 I was gonna say he can point you to where they have not encountered uh, those mercenaries, but they also haven't explored too much beyond that. They're just trying to figure out where can we be safe for a little bit and set up like patrol. They weren't trying to explore the whole vault. They're just kind of setting up zones of safety. Right, they're just trying to secure the location, yeah. Right. Well, why don't we go outside of your perimeter so that we're not bringing any undue uh, danger or threat to you? Nice. So what I will do on the map here... Ooh, mapity mapness. Yes. I think I can draw a circle. Yeah, there it is. Draw a shape. And... Uh, so oh, there right. it is. Okay. Uh, uh, that's not what I want. I just want to move it now. There we go. Nice. So okay. that is pretty much, uh, that rectangle is their kind of area where everything is, right? Yeah. And he tells you that they've actually found a bay where they have their three ships uh, docked, prepared, and they're pretty much prepping, getting everybody boarded. Uh, they, they expect to leave. Now with this communication that you brought them, 
uh, soon. And that's what they're getting ready to do is to, to leave the, the vault, leave the well and be on their way. Um, but he tells you everywhere, I will annotate on the map here, everywhere above that, uh, they have not encountered any of those mercs in that blue zone, right? Cool. But everything to the east of the green zone is where they have encountered Got those it. mercs at, yeah. right? Uh, and then he says, I think uh, some of the other patrols found what they think is the bridge um, for this station uh, in that blue zone area. If so that's it useful. Sense to explore the blue zone. Yeah. Let's, I think that's. Uh, let's go hex crawling. Um, you know, I, I say, yeah, if you if, if anyone can point us to where the bridge was, that is probably what, what we need. Um, you know, or if they, if they have any memories of it, it's what we need. And I, you know, I'll sort of, I think I, I can fab with a, a few of them. Uh huh. Um, are any of them pilots? Like, did any of them pilot the ship here? Yeah, so they they have pilots, but they're not precog pilots. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think I think my inclination is probably that I end up talking about the pilots because I feel like they've got good navigational stuff. Like that's just for where I think I fall into a comfort zone. Right. So, so I come back after having talked to one of them and I'm like, if we're ready to continue, I think I have a general sense of where we should go to explore. Nice this place. You know, and I kind of and I just lay that. I'm not being, I'm not withholding anything. I'm just right. I think there is one small comment that Dartha makes because, like, you're you're going to talk to the pilots, right? Yeah, I think I start first with Marcel. Marcel, and when he says, "Oh, some people explored," I think we sort of see me yeah. like talking to a couple of them. Yeah. And I think I just drop a little thing like, "Oh, I don't think any of them can do what you do." And it, it's not so much that. Um, you know, like it's to prevent you from talking to them and getting other information, mm -hmm. but like it just kind of comes out as like a a thing. Little, little truth bomb. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this is after I examine them for a minute. Like I'm looking over at this group nice. of people that you're going to go talk to, and I'm like, right, right. Yeah. No precogs over there. Yeah. Yeah. I hope sort of like, are you talking? Are you like? Is that a compliment? Are you talking about something specific? She's not 100% sure. I think I think as you're learning about her, she's learning about you a little bit more and doesn't know how you would just know if someone had psychic powers. But right. also there are like medical things. So maybe, yeah, you know, Darth seems to know a lot. Also, like I'm not saying it to you like, like, you know, quietly or discreetly. It's just like, I'm just saying it. Yeah. Right? And like, maybe you understand what I'm saying and maybe you're interpreting that, but like, Anybody yeah. can hear whatever. I don't think I leap immediately to like they don't have psychic abilities. It's like, you know, maybe that's a maybe that's a, within the realm of possibility. But um, so yeah, I think we cut to like the five of us going down a corridor, right? Like, right, right. making your way toward where you think, uh, well, where Marcel has pointed out the bridge. Yeah, yeah. No, that works out nicely. Um. Because Atlas, Dominique Atlas, like you shared with me, like, oh, I need a, I need a compad to be able to yeah. do this, right? I need like, a sort of free tech compad that has yeah. an input that's compatible with my like yeah. data ports. Right, and I think. Go ahead. 
Oh, it also seems I like... imagine we could find one. If we find the bridge, I'm sure there would be something there that would be useful to me. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the exact one that I had previously. We don't have to go back to where I was when you found me. I'm also thinking like that's how we could get a lot of information about the nav records that um, that the Dr. Long wanted, right? That right. seems like the right interface tool as well for that. Right. So I think in route on the way, uh, there's a lot of moving through the infrastructure or Jeffrey's uh, tubes of the ship. Nice. Uh, there's a lot of uh, climbing through shafts, uh, navigating, uh, hope leading. Uh, I think your first out back into the ship proper is kind of a uh, like a lab, like a science lab. Only there's a lot of weapons fire scar scarring the walls of this lab. And it's huge, the lab, maybe circular in nature as you're passing through it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of burn marks. Uh, and again, you know that there are weapon discharges in here. Um, no breaches, but a lot of scarring of the wall that way. I have a question about how much pretext survived, which is the, and I'm not sure if the text clarifies this or if it's like GM discussion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if I found a tablet that would work with the sort of idea I've created of having this data port uh -huh. um, to do like maintenance on myself, yeah. would that tablet even be functional? Uh, I think, I think if you find something here, we'll say it's functional. Um, okay, if cool. you want to check this lab, you can just make a notice roll. Yeah, I will um, do that. I want to yes. look over here. Because I think there's stuff around in here, right? Whether, uh, it's, so there, yeah, uh, I mean, you're, yeah, there's stuff around in here. Um, some stuff may be out of power, but you could probably get power back up to it or in it or whatever. You can find something what? useful that you need here. What modifier do I use for notice? Uh, you can use int. Yeah, I'll do that because I have plus one. And then I also uh, elected to have 3D6 for notice in my character creation. Oh, oh nice. nice. <laughs> you, you can. Um... Oh, it did, it did it. oh, all that and I got a seven. <laughs> um... Jay, before you describe the outcome with seven high and with seven hit the objective, because if not, I have a, I have a, I have a thing that I have. Yeah, no, it would, yeah, she would need, you would need an eight. Okay. So yeah. when you're like, this is not exactly the climactic moment that I was expecting to use this ability, but it's, you know, we're, we're well into the session and I definitely want to use it. Yeah. yeah. So like some point you're looking and you're like scanning you're you know, sort of looking around and you're like about to like, you know, like you look under something and you go about to set it down and, and hope just says like, check it again. And Ooh. I am going to use my, bum, 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 my newfound ability called uh, alternate outcome. I can sense <laughs> impending failure and an attempt to salvage the situation as an instant action. <laughs> I can target a visible ally or myself and commit effort for the day and they can re-roll a failed roll. Nice. Roll this again. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I'm going to spend, I'm going to commit uh, uh, effort and yes. And, and, uh, and can I go ahead and roll? Yeah, just re-roll it. That's perfect. I rolled an eight. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yes. 
That's perfect. Uh, so yeah, I think you find uh, a tablet that you need. Maybe you find the cords and maybe uh, a power power supply or power source for it, right? Nice. Uh, I'm thinking if it's been laying around here for 600 years, it may be out of power, but you can probably you find is. right. You find have, everything you need, right? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and add that to my equipment. Box. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can do that. Uh, that's TL five, I think. If Okay. No, and that's a good point. Yeah, it is TL five. That'll uh, that could be important later. Is TL like the tech level or something? Yeah, like tech that? level. Yeah. Tech level four is the standard level that we have. Tech right. level five. I might even go higher than five. I think five is is pre tech though. Right. May, may, there may even be like super pre tech stuff that's TL six. Yeah, I think it's like. I think it's like five plus, but you might yeah. be right. It might be six. There might be a six in there. Yeah. I just have it in my character sheet as tablet TL5 includes uh, power source and all associated power cables. Yeah. Perfect. It's not just an iPad. It's like a pro. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, right. it, it's totally a reminder of the fact that like technology is super powerful only with a huge infrastructure to back it up. Like right. iPhones are amazing as long as there are constant app updates and cellular service and chargers and all the other things. Otherwise it's just a freaking brick. You know? Right. It's a brick. Um, so it's, I can see it needing all of those things. Uh, what's your almost or as close as you can remember last memory before being shut down, Alice? Um, ooh, I have not put enough thought into this. I should yeah, I think you're in this lab. You're scrounging around. You were going to give up easy. Hope said, hey, check again. You went to check again. You grab the tablet and you grab some cables. And all of this is kind of second nature. Like, yeah, no, I, and this is here. And it's, oh, let me grab because we keep the power things over here. Yeah. And and so what's, what's the last memory before being shut down? I think I was employed in some sort of administrative task on... Mm -hmm the station mm -hmm. um perhaps as like a like administrative assistant or like a research assistant or something right. and my last memory is and i worked for um for humans exclusively um and i was kind of like a freelancer in my past life right um and my last memory is that i was working in a sector of the station that had over time degraded to the point that it was exposed to the vacuum. Um, and I was with um, one or two human companions who had psychic abilities. Okay. So that when the scream happened um, and I went offline, they both uh, died. Okay. Okay. Nice. That's your last memory before going to sleep for 600 years? It's just that, yeah, was... you know, I was working and then my friends died. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Oh, man. There's, there's like a, a theme that I'm starting. Capital, just capitalism on everything. Right. Um, <laughs> I was, you know, doing labor in exchange for money. Right. And it did not end well for me. Yeah. Nice. Um, hope you know... Um, Two rooms down from here, you're going to come into a main hall, uh, and it's like room. That hall is going to run right into the bridge. Um, 
the bridge is kind of the center point of this level and most of the main halls are, are going to cross or intersect right into the bridge so the bridge has uh at least four uh hallways running into it got it um and that's that's where you guys are right now so you know two rooms down from here right. in the same direction you can get right. the bridge and there's multiple entrances to it so it's not a particularly safe or secure location i think as you're as as atlas is sort of you know collecting all the bits and maybe marveling at it a bit hope looks and sort of looks at dartha in this knowing way like i know you know i don't know exactly how you know but i know you like something and so hope sort of like we see her like again uh especially since she's sort of like warmed up now she uh we we see the light receding from the black hole outside the ship for a moment and we like kind of pop in and we see like it's almost like the light recedes in the back of her eyes as we like flash forward to hope like running you know like going to the corridor and trying all four of those entrances and like going to the bridge um, right. so i'm going to commit yes to use precog and ask you what will happen <laughs> when we enter that bridge because it sounds a little bit like you're kind of uh, uh insinuating that you know we should be careful here so very nice um i think uh yeah so i think on the bridge, uh, those mercs, and I think with your precog ability, maybe you pick up that they refer to themselves as uh, Mantis, uh, the Order of the Mantis, right? Uh, they're in there, right? And they're working on trying to... Uh, you can see some of them are techs. Some of them are uh, soldiers, right? The techs look like they're trying to access or interface whatever, whatever systems are in, on the bridge. But more importantly, right? You see all of them, right? And they're doing their thing. You also see Pilot Harker standing in the middle, just kind of taking it all in, right? Uh, and then he kind of looks at you. Nice. And then I think we like flashback to me. Right. Um, um, yeah, and turn to Dartha and I say they know we're here. They're waiting in the in the bridge. And you hear Raven, you know, slap some new energy cells in her rifle. You hear it power up. Yeah. Her helmet's still on. And, and you know, Raven's doing that like, oh, I'm ready to drop shit and do what we need to do, right? And, you know, we see Dartha's like, well, let's go talk to them. You know, like a, a very different perspective on what it means that we're expected, right? Yeah. Alice is like, will punch if necessary. Does right. not happen. Okay, let's go talk to them. Kind of look over my head at Raven. And I think Raven's like, yeah, I'm not here to have Dartha's perspective, I'm here to have a different perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so Raven's a professional. Uh, I think uh, she doesn't care if you want to talk or not. She's going to give you the space to do that. Uh, but she's looking at the first sign when things go sideways and the talk isn't working. Uh, that situation where you still want to talk, but she already knows the other side is done talking, right? So she's not going to get in the way 
Yeah. Right? Of you and doing... honestly, Dartha knows this. Like, right. this is not, it's not Dartha just walking in naive, like, oh, we're not right. going to run into problems. It's Dartha right. saying like, well, I know my job. My job is to go in and try to talk to them. Right. And also, by the way, here's Raven. <laughs> Have you met Raven? <laughs> like, he, she knows that Raven's going to follow. Right. right. So like, it's, you know, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Does Raven have her like big gun with her this time? Oh yeah, she's got oh, yeah, a big yeah, gun. That, yeah, that, she's just... okay. Yes. Um, so uh, Harker was he a or she? Actually, I don't know. He. Uh, he yes he. So I would say most of the precog pilots are women. Uh, yeah. Harker is a male, and he's one of the few precog pilots. That... And is he a uh, Irdas? I mean, do I know him as a as? He's as a, a freelancer. He's a freelancer. Yes, he's a freelancer. So, I mean, Mantis or Mercs anyway, he could have been hired by. Right. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, awesome. Yeah. Okay, here we go. It doesn't really matter which way we go down. Um, nevertheless, you notice like hope sort of like sidestep some some part of the thing just as it like sparks, you know, from 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 damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, I think we get to the I think we get there and we come to like the the entrance and kind of want to do the like like you know, we don't want to startle you signal, like, right. like rap on the door style, style thing of like, is that, is that, is like, is, is it open to the bridge? Can we see them down the hallway or is it like a closed? Like, uh, no, it's closed. Yeah, it is closed. Okay. Uh, but you know, it will open. It's not locked. It's not, yeah. Right. It's not like the other door that you had to hack. Yeah. I think Darth has already got like her pseudopods up like, hi, I'm unarmed. Yeah. You know, walking into the thing. By the way, I love how much hope is like, normally hope is like, okay, I'm going to look at these <laughs> options and see the best one. Right. And instead you kind of like saw the option and you're like, oh, I can't avoid it. <laughs> and you're just like in this horrible, <laughs> you know yeah. what you're walking into and you don't know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, exactly. This is why she's like, I hate this because there just wasn't a good option here. Um, yeah. So I think, I think I like, like you got your hands up, you're ready to walk in. And I think I like press a comms button on the thing. And I say, we're opening the door and we're coming in to talk. And I like press it to open so that Dorothy can kind of go in. Okay. Okay. Um, I think the techs are still doing their thing. Uh, Parker um, has kind of alerted the, the Mantis Mercs, right? So they're facing the door you're coming in, right? Yeah. Um, so they're alert. And uh, Parker's like, okay, that's that's probably close enough, right? I don't I don't need everybody in here. Um, we're going to do a little thing. Uh, when we're done, we'll leave. You can have the space, and we can everything's good, right? Hmm. Who is he addressing? Uh, you. Um, he doesn't know who you are, right? But he knows you're a precog like he's a precog. Yeah. 
right? Well, he, yeah, yeah. Not all of us to go in, so I will opt not to go in because I'm trying to not cause problems right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um, the door's open, right? You can easily stand uh, to a breast. I stand, like, just behind the threshold. <laughs> gotcha. Nice, nice, nice. And he's trying to control that spot, right? He's like, hey, I don't need everybody to come in. Yep, yeah. I'm, I'm not in your space. I'm yeah. not messing with you. Right. Uh, the bridge is under that emergency red lighting, so it's not well lit. Like, like, the, but it's huge. It's expansive. You, you're familiar with it. Uh, hope because you've already walked that space in your precog right. ability, right? Yeah, I, I love the idea of like two precogs trying to like out precog one another. Like, right. I right. know if you go for the left, and I'm going to dive under here, and then you're going to do the thing. Like, like they're both like playing the. I think it's like I kind of want to distract Harker with like you know not mind games but like this right. notion that like he might be able to predict what we're gonna do but because i can predict what he might react and like we can like i kind of want to like occupy enough of his mind right and dartha has the ability to kind of attempt to diffuse the situation right like right. so I'm, I'm sort of just trying to like, i've got my eyes locked on him mm -hmm. i'm kind mm -hmm. of darting every once in a while towards like i know one right. future where he issues a command to have somebody shoot us and i like look at the guy that he's gonna issue the command to so i'm like you know, I got your number. Right? <laughs> got you. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I, I, but like tomes, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's clear that, that hope is sort of looking to you to, 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 to negotiate it. I think that's great. So I think, you know, you're looking to me to do this thing. Right. And, um, what, what's it? What's his name again? The Parker. Recall? Yeah, Parker. Yeah. And I think I would have said I would have just muttered under my breath that you would have heard like "fucking Harker," "order <laughs> the mantis," "free," you know, "hired gun." And I, I think like even though I walk in first, kind of like unarmed, looking, you know, pseudopods up, I kind of move to the side, and just kind of like open my arms almost as if it's like it's up to youtube to talk about this and you're gesticulating to hope and harker correct uh and then harker when he sees dartha uh he whistles like like uh i would do it but i don't have any whistle ability it's like low to high like wow kind of whistle right <laughs> Yeah, and then he goes, Ranthin, right? And then uh, you see from, like, there's a counter space, console space, maybe half high, uh, and then, like, a lithomorph kind of head kind of comes up from behind it, right? Uh, nice. That, right, that lithomorph kind of blobby head, right? Only so, yeah, like, I think that the head, like, instead of, like, a big blob head, it's almost like a little, it's almost like a pseudopod with a with a little eye on top, right? Right, right, right. Oh, right. Only, only, so it's like, yeah, it's like a little pseudopod with an eye on top, but it's got like a mouth full of teeth and they're just all hanging out. Like he's proud oh, of that so mouth. Beautiful. Yes, right, <laughs> right. That's what it looks Does like. Does Darth have teeth? <laughs> Not normally, no. Like you can do that to, to like look like that, but most of the time when we're eating, we just kind of like, surround the food like an ame amoeba and kind of like suck it in and do that thing okay. right. but but you Things. can like we can mimic 
certain things so we can make it look kind of like a mouth. Like when I talk, it's actually a vocal box inside my body. So I'm just vibrating sounds. I'm not really like, there's no mouth opening or. Right. Okay. Yeah. So his teeth are all out. They're all pretty like vampire sharp and they're all kind of interlocked like that perfectly. Right. So it's more like a, 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 ornate piece that he's showing off right yeah look what i made right look what i made right um and i think that's the cliffhanger right i think that's where we're at fantastic fantastic oh my god (laughs) very cool nice all right well we will find out how we uh we'll find out how how things go with the order of the mantis next time excited about it that was wild. Uh, what's the what's the thing we do at the end of session? This game, we we look at XPs, right? Right. We run through our goals and we assign XPs. So we've got short term goals and we've got long term goals. Yeah. All right. So I will go with the uh, the the group goal, which was right. go back to Hades Kennel Three and recover what we were originally after. Learn more about Atlas while we were there. Um, we have not recovered anything yet. <laughs> well, no, you did. You did get that that compound. Oh, yeah. yeah, you did uh, get that compound. Yes. And like, yeah. we have learned more about you. We've that is true. While we we're there, right. so I think that's uh, good. I think that's a pass. Yeah. All right. Sick. So I think that's I think that's two XP for all of us as a right. base, and then Atlas. Uh, I've got yours pulled up. Dominic. Oh yeah, my short-term goal was to find out how I was identified as an AI. And I, so I hit that one. Right, I was gonna say I think you did that. Yeah, I think you did that as well. Like you know that the 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 way it's not that they identified you as an AI; they just identified you as the same thing as the other thing that killed right, all of our. Right, right. And I'll add to that that they are the only folks that have done that. Right. So, okay. Right. Uh, it's not that that's an obvious thing. They had a reason to figure out if that threat occurs again, how do we know it's the same thing or not? Right. Yeah. yeah. That was, that and was then it's like Raven is distressful because I can survive without oxygen. Right. Which understandable. I would not trust someone who didn't need to breathe. Um, right. Yeah. Cool. And then, oh, yeah. And then long term goal, I think yours is find out your creator. Which seems like you're you're doing, but happening. Right, you're doing. We're working on it. Yeah. Right. Uh, Tom, do you want to read Darthas? Um, yeah, sure. One of the short-term goals is to find out more about Hope's power and how she's been trained. Um, I don't I don't think I've found that out yet. Um, another short-term goal is to see if I can bond with Atlas, um, and I think I think that I, I'm kind of comfortable saying that I. I've kind of reached the consensus that yes, this is something worth doing. Not that I've bonded with Atlas, but that I can, right? And so I think if that's cool, like that's something we kind of established a couple of times through the session. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think you also sort of foreshadowed that with the whole like, you're able to read Atlas's emotions and, and, and in a way that like, typically you couldn't do with other vi like like you know like like right not just that you were talking but also like that i think you foreshadowed a lot of that like uh, intuitive understanding about this yeah 
Um, I think long-term goals I had uh, find out. So I have this concept and we talked about it before outside the stream of like compatriots where like the, the lithomorphs, you know, part of our thing is finding people within like a community that we have very strong bonds with. And so I have some of those with some of the crew and other aliens as we saw in, in the last scene of the last session. But, um, you know, my, a long-term goal is to find out if Hope is reliable as a compatriot of mine and also if Atlas is reliable as a compatriot. And I don't think either of those two have kind of been met, but like that's definitely the direction I'm going is like we can see that I'm trying to form these kind of like bonds with you guys. Right. Um, and to see if I can get there, right? And then find out more about the Eerdos pilot training protocols. So separate from how you learned how to be trained, also like how do they train people and what the, that looks like. Yeah, but I don't. Was... I haven't found any of that. Nice. Uh, cool. And then Hope's goal was to. My short-term goal was get to know Atlas. Who is he? Yes. Yes. And I felt like that was such a lovely scene where we were in the waiting room waiting for our results. Um, that I was loved, so sweet. It was really great. Like, um, there, there's all these fun ways in which we kind of mirror each other, um, you know, and in, in which we're like opposites, but pull, but, you know, like opposite magnets kind of pulling together. Um, right. So I, I dig that. My long-term goal, I definitely worked on. I definitely did not achieve, but it's escaped my impossible that um yeah you can see on my card sheet i just put a bunch of nines under credit ode we, we actually figured out this session how much it was it's, <laughs> it's three million at the moment plus interest so you plus know, interest yes could just keep going but um yeah uh cool so i think we all get three xp and i think that means we all level again leveling doesn't keep happening this fast right i think uh, uh yeah i think it's fast at the beginning but then it kind of yeah so um, I'll, we'll, we'll double check offline, but um, yeah, but that's stars of that numbers, y'all. Um, I am Sean. I <laughs> use <laughs> sorry. So immersed, so immersed in this game that I was also like, I am Hope. No, I, I'm I'm Sean Nittner. I use he/him pronouns. I uh, had a wonderful time playing with all of you fine folks tonight um i am gonna be streaming till the break break of dawn this week and basically every other week uh tomorrow night i'll be playing uh burning wheel with judd um saturday night judd and luke and strash and lauren will be playing thief of the necromancer sunday morning we'll be playing scum and villainy and sunday night we'll be playing bollock bion so all the gaming gaming games this weekend um and that's going to continue every other week so if y'all are enjoying these games please keep coming back we're, we're getting a lot of stuff streaming including another new streamer who'll be joining our cast soon uh once he gets his rig all set up so we'll have even more content uh, uh from Mad Jay. so i'm 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 excited about all that jazz uh, how about you dominique hi uh i'm dominique i use them pronouns um, I recently had an adventure come out with Monty Cook Games. It's called Heist on Miracle 4. It's a time-limited paper on a space station. Um, if 
you are a black gamer and don't have someone to run it for you, I will run it for you. DM me on Twitter. You can find me at Dom S. Dickey. I'm also looking for uh, playtesters for a game about race and the criminal justice system, especially playtesters of racial groups that are disparately impacted by the justice system. So if you're a gamer and you're black, Latinx, or indigenous, also DM me. Nice. Next is uh, Tomes, yeah? Yeah, next is Tomes, absolutely. Uh, Tomes, he, him. Um, again, thank you guys for indulging my uh, blob playing uh, <laughs> silliness. Uh, absolutely enjoy it. Um, my big things is uh, right now, um, again, if you're, I guess, in the LA area, but even if you're not, because we're kind of doing it virtually, uh, if you go to Meetup, you'll find Story Games Glendale. We've been doing that, and every other week doing an indie RPG night. We just did that this week where my partner Jay ran um, a game from Babblegum, uh, you know, and so we're doing like trying to do like a lot of like smaller games that are either coming out of like RPGCs or other POC designers here in the US. Um, and so she ran uh, an awesome story game there. Um, and then on the alternate weeks, we do the like a, a RPG makers meetup and we're doing like kind of game design -y stuff like, you know, lean coffee and playtest stuff and things like that. So that's been kind of a nice joy uh, that I've been doing on the side. And over to you, Jay. I'm Jay, uh, Mad Jay, at Mad Jay Zero on Twitter. I'm the host of the Diceology podcast, uh, where I talk to gamers about games. Uh, I'm also soon to be actual play streamer. I'm uh, working on setting up my rig and gear so I can run games on actual play. I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. It's going to be very, very cool. Your uh, rig. I love how cyberpunk that is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's no, no doubt. It is yes. not a joke. Jay and yes. I spent like two hours together getting things set up and there was still like, oh, on a Mac, this works like that versus, right. the, you know, there's a, it's, it's a lot of fiddly bits, but uh, yeah, this is fantastic. Thank everyone for hanging out with the chat. Um, we will be back with this show in two weeks and uh, yeah. Stick around and we'll see you later. One precog being thwarted by another? How effing cool is that? Harker and the Order of the Mantis also here to get some information from engineering. What can we do? How will this play out? Does Sean need to spend the next two weeks making a custom dueling mechanic for two precogs caught in a eventuality war? Yes, yes, maybe he does. Uh, that was Cool Beans. Uh, join us next time when we find out how Hope and Dartha and Atlas face off against Harker and his Order of the Mantis mercenaries. It will be good times. See you then.